0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show on iHeartRadio Talk. I'm Jane. I'm coming to you live from New York City. I want to thank you so much for being with us. Well, another fabulous day in New York City. And speaking of fabulous, not only do we have a fabulous guest, but I have a fabulous producer. So please say hello to my very own fabulous Lori Houston. Hi, Lori. (laughs) Hi, Jane. (laughs) So, Lori, um, you know, from time to time when we have super accomplished guests on the show. I try to see how I can maybe help them become even more successful. Of course. For example, yeah, when Selfless. Tim McGraw <laughs> when, when Tim McGraw was on, I asked if I could be his backup singer on his mm-hmm. tour, even though I don't really sing. Uh, because he and he was so gracious, he said sure, because he probably saw how much I could really help his career, right? You, you got that. Of course. Uh, <laughs> And when we had some uh, pros with Dancing with the Stars on, I had heard that one of the stars had gotten sick and had to withdraw. So I volunteered to take her place, even though I don't dance. But I didn't want to leave them hanging with one less person. So, (laughs) of course, I am just kidding. But seriously, our next guest is so multi-talented and has done so much that I wouldn't even know what to begin to ask for for her. So, but... Let me break it down a little bit. Um, she is a very beautiful Ashley Roberts. She's a singer, songwriter, dancer, choreographer, actress, model, presenter, and television personality. Now you see now you see why my I might have a little problem deciding what I could work on with her. <laughs> she is a former member of the Pussycat Dolls. She's laughing in the background, and it's a group that sold more than 54 million records worldwide, which is about 54 million that I've ever sold in my lifetime. Currently, she is the host of the Emmy-winning lifestyle show First Look, which airs on more than 200 NBC-owned and affiliated stations nationwide, and each week, Ashley, who's so cute, takes us on a fun tour of the country's hottest destinations for amazing food, thrilling adventures, and crazy fun nightlife, and we don't even have to leave our chairs for that one. So, welcome to the show, Ashley. You can come on now. I still have
1: to make my decision. Oh, my, my decisions. gosh. I mean, that was an intro, honey. Thank you. Thank you. You. For, I wish I could have you everywhere. Like you make me feel so good.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, well, you are just as I said. You are the cutest. And you know, first of all, um I mentioned Dancing with the Stars, and just the other week, you were actually dancing with one of the pros, and and you dance like a pro yourself, which was very impressive. I must say. I'm
1: talking about Keo, yeah, yeah, you know. Well, listen, I've never done that style of dancing before. I have studied like jazz and tap and ballet when I was younger, but. It was really fun. I he had those hips, so I was trying to get those hips down like him, and it was a good time. I really enjoyed it. That's what's so great about the show is that I get to do so many cool things. It's like a bucket list that I didn't even know I, it, I wanted to have. I just, it's just, it, I get it to
0: really cool. It runs here in New York at, at uh, on Saturday night at seven. 30, I believe. So when is it in, in LA? Is it, well, I guess it's three hours. <laughs> I don't know if it's three hours yeah, well, earlier.
1: <laughs> it runs after SNL. So we've kind of got that. So oh, yes, again, it, re-runs it's at different, it reruns at different times yeah. in different States as well. So it's kind of been on at 8 PM. It's been on at 4 PM. It's been on late. So you can kind of catch it. And if you put on your DVR, you can find it. It's, it's, it's a really fun, fun show. I'm actually in the Hamptons right now shooting for an etiquette class, you know, so oh. I'm getting told which fork to eat for my salad and how to have the right posture. Um, so that's happening today, where like a couple weeks ago, I was going to drag queen school and was Elvis in a wedding in Vegas. So you just oh, I know. I,
0: I, I know. But etiquette, I could I help you with. I know <laughs> what fork to eat with. <laughs> I do. You do? I, I found. I found. Me, I'll, I'll teach. I have I have found what I could what I could do for you. There there you go. But you know actually before we look at the first look and your years with the pussycat dolls and also your health and beauty and fitness secrets because rumor has it um that you don't have 1 ounce of cellulite on you, which is, you oh, know. Oh
1: girl, that is a lie. Please. I remember my mom told me she's like, "One day you're going to turn around and be like, where did that come from?" And it's like, I'm 35 years old and, you know, it's just as a woman like we have it. It just I just wish men. I'm like, why do why do we get everything? I'm like, men just walk around in shorts and don't have any cellulite. Can pee standing up, and we're like,
0: well, they have. To shove they it all get, into a little bikini. They have. They well, you might be trying to shove it in. <laughs> I, I,
1: I don't shove it in anywhere. But,
0: no, I'm sorry. No, bikini is like I haven't worn that since you know the the Reagan administration. Um, but you you were born in Arizona. And you began yes. dancing at the age of three, right? And singing at eight. Yeah. And your father was a drummer for the Mamas and Papas. How cool is that?
1: Yeah, he drummed in and out when he was younger. He dated Mama Cass's sister. And they were on the road and lived up in Little Canyon. And so he kind of would take a gig here and there with him, but then he started his own band, Thornhill. And so I've grown around, I grew, I grew up around a lot of the arts, um, you know, musicians and music and creativity. So it was a very liberal, liberal household. We were able you, to express ourselves and yeah, so dancing, when I wanted to get into dancing and singing and into the industry, I was fully supported, which was, which was cool.
0: And your mom was a Pilates teacher, so you had the best of
1: everything. Yes. I mean, my mom is my little hero, that one. She's When we were younger, she'd be like, let's get up and let's go hike and let's, you know, be active and drink water. And she just was really uh, a really big influence in my life to take care of myself and to live a healthy lifestyle, really. Um, You know, again, of course, I like my drinks out with my girls, so don't get me wrong. But, you know, she really was promoting... um, taking care of my skin and getting up and, and being active, which I'm so grateful for because it's really instilled in my life now as an adult as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's my mother was ahead of her time that way, but she used to give us, and Lori knows the story, so I'm not going to really repeat it, but she used to give us raw liver juice, you know, when livers were, like, healthy at that point of the animals, <laughs> I said of, of all the things, because it was good for iron and vitamin B, and and we used to throw it out the window because it was so disgusting, and then um, this was in New York City, and years later, the most beautiful tree had grown where we, where we threw out our liver juice, so maybe she did have something there after all. Uh, wow, liver it, juice. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> Ew, it was so gross. Honestly, we never drank it, but somebody. But the, yes. but the tree benefited, obviously. So, yeah. But it now you're based in LA, right? Now you're based in LA. Speaking of California Dreaming. and also in yeah London. London too, or just or you split your time between yeah.
1: the two. Well, I've I've lived in LA since 2001, um, and then I was on the road with the dolls from like 2002 to 2009, and once we split up. I kind of did some other stuff, got out of the music industry. And then I, I did a show over in London and I got such a great response that I moved there and lived in London for like four or five years. And now because of first look, this show I've been back in the States. So yeah, I am based, I am based in LA when I'm in, in the States.
0: So we're going to, we're going to go piece by piece over your career because it really is fascinating. I don't want to (laughs) leave anything out, but let's, let's start with the pussy cat dolls, which probably, Um, was not only the most successful um, women's singing group, but also um, the hottest. And and by that, I mean the the best looking (laughs) by far of any, any of the, any of the groups. So how did you, um, how did you get involved with them? Well,
1: thank you for saying that. That's very nice. I, it's, it was, I actually moved to LA to really pursue a dancing career professionally. And, Nobody really knew that I sang and a friend of mine was like, there's this really cool underground group called the Pussycat Dolls that all the, the great female dancers work at. I was like, Oh, okay. And then I heard of an audition. So I went and I was really, I was like 19 at the time. So I couldn't, I couldn't really be at the clubs. So she, Robin Anton, who started the dolls really liked me and she's like, okay, you can do one number and then you have to run back home because you're not allowed in the clubs," um, But she just really took a liking to me. And it was one of these things that was cool to do on like a Friday, Saturday night, instead of going to a nightclub, it was coming to the Viper room or coming to Roxy and seeing a little burlesque um, singing show and have a cocktail and, and celebrities started getting involved because it it got such a great buzz. Um, You know, Brittany Murphy when she was alive, Charlize Theron, um, Christina Aguilera and one of them being Gwen Stefani. And when Gwen Stefani came, Jimmy Ivey the head of Interscope Records came to support her. And he was like, I love this. Like, I love this concept. I love this idea. And he took five of us, six on the first album and made a pop group. And it was just like, I remember thinking like sitting down and with Jimmy Iovine, Ron Fair, and I i wasn't, I was a little bit ignorant. I didn't quite know the power that they had in the music industry. And they were like, you know, we're going to make this big. And I was like, mm, okay, like we have this song, don't show. We're going to put Busta Rhymes on it. I was like, Busta Rhymes, oh my God. <laughs> and it just really went from like zero to a hundred. And in, in a couple of days, it felt like, it just felt like it happened so fast. Um, and all of us were then on a tour bus, you know, and planes and venues and touring around the world. It just, it just was, I mean, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. Cause all I wanted to do is perform. And I, it's, I love, I love, you know, dancing and singing. And so I was like, this is really cool. That, and you were, how, and long went on? how long were you with the, with the dolls? Till
0: 2009.
1: We broke up in 09. Um, actually, uh, Lady Gaga was opening up for us and um Europe and Australia and that was our last tour.
0: Lady Gaga was opening up for you? I mean, how cool is that? So you knew her, yeah, you knew I, her
1: when when <laughs> I, I I knew her. She she's she was a a really cool, very eccentric, but very grounded human actually. I really enjoyed being around her and, and loved to watch her perform before we went on stage. And Rihanna opened up for us. I mean, we were on the road with Christina Aguilera and the Black Eyed Peas and Britney Spears so it was definitely a a whirlwind you know of of lots going on
0: <laughs> She she's it, it was so wonderful. You know, she went to a, a a private school here in New York City, the Covenant of the Sacred Heart, and and it was so cute that she went to her sister's graduation, um, not that long ago. And she said she wanted to sort of not, um, she didn't want to be conspicuous, but she did come with like a fishnet stockings, <laughs> you know, like no shirt. <laughs> right. I thought that's so Lady <laughs> Gaga. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean that's the thing though, right? She lives up to. Her image, she was really committed to the Lady Gaga persona and, and who she is. And she's very passionate about what she does. I will definitely say that.
0: And she has a very good voice, too. She's a really beautiful singing voice. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. She's
1: very talented, very talented. She's an amazing songwriter, singer, artist.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, that's... Well, as as are you, Ashley, as are oh, you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> now in Idaho. 2000 I'm reading your whole life story here you competed and you just mentioned that you were in uh, London on a show is that I'm a celebrity get me out of here was that the show you were on yeah in, girl, in London? Yes, and you I were runner up and, you were runner up in one of the closest ever reality show finales it was sort of like the Trump Clinton election <laughs>
1: oh my god oh, we'll god. go into that
0: topic because that's a whole other show right but yeah. uh, I always thought, you know, could I watch Survivor here, and I always see that, um, you know, when they go into the jungle or wherever they're they're going, and they're, you know, they're eating bugs and worms and everything. I, they must have like a film crew that's there, right? Eating normal food, right? So, don't they ever feel sorry for you and
1: kind of give you stuff like sunblock? <laughs> no, right. I mean, I wish it was definitely, you know, that show especially over in the UK has been around for many seasons, so they've really got it um, set up properly to really give you the full real experience i mean when you're inside the camp it's there's no crew around you there there are some hidden behind certain um like rocks or something that they put in there to put cameras behind it but you know you're really isolated you are there with it was 12 camp members and you are cooking your food over a fire that's been rationed you're you know, having to boil your water, you're showering in a waterfall. And when you go to do tasks, which um, that's how you bring back food to the camp. So you go off and you do mine. My first one was in a train that had snakes and rats and
0: Got fish crust
1: <laughs> that I had to jump into. I mean, it was awful. But if you do it and you get all your stars, you come back and bring food to the camp. And that's like something you really want to do because people are hungry and you don't realize how much you really rely on food to make you feel good and happy. And, but then what kind of food load
0: like, you bring? Where's well, the fruit the thing, that you yeah. get it from?
1: Well, okay, so um, you sit at camp, and as soon as the sun goes down, a bag is like shimmied on a rope down to the center, and then you have to bring it down. And it's usually like wallaby. It has to be something that's in the in the jungle. Um, so it would be like, yeah, wallaby. Um, what else? do you mean? Kangaroo and and gator stuff. And you're just, oh, it was. It was an interesting time, you know, I, it definitely proved to me that I was stronger than I thought because I really didn't think I'd be able to handle it and, and I got through it and I, I made some amazing friendships and I did some outrageous things that I never thought I would do and I don't think I'd ever do, I wouldn't ever do it again, um, but it is, it is quite the experience. You really kind of have a different perspective on life and what you, what you value Oh, you wow. take for granted.
0: I, I don't I don't want to do that. So don't even ask me, please. <laughs> even if the, even if there's an opportunity, don't even don't even give them my name. <laughs> That's one thing
1: I don't want to do. Please. It's, I. It's not the funnest time. I will definitely
0: do that. How long were you? How long are you on the island for? Where was this that you were?
1: So it's shot in um off the jungle in Brisbane. So, it's in Australia and. Um, I was in there for three, three and a half weeks. Oh, that's yeah, like, that's like forever. I'd rather be it at a spa. It felt like forever, <laughs> girl. I know. You know what? I, I definitely would take the spa now for the jungle. For sure. <laughs> no jungle for me. Do you have like insect repellent?
0: Do they take care of you? I mean, what happens if someone gets sick? Do you? Do they have like someone there? On?
1: Yeah, there is a there is a medical. Um, a medical person you know that's there just in case something really does go wrong and, and they need you but they give you the sunblock and the stuff they give you is organic because they don't want to harm any of the the natural setting you know of the jungle so sometimes you're like oh i love the organic but when you've got like a no forearm because i had so many bites <laughs> on my forearm i was like give me work. the <laughs> give me the good stuff yeah
0: give me, the, give me whatever that is that we shouldn't be using yeah Going to go to the or whatever that is. Now the next time, now then you released your first solo single, right? Yesterday, called not yesterday, yesterday, but it was in two thousand twelve. Called yesterday, right? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, that song. I forgot. Yeah, yesterday. It was um, it was my it was my little song that I come out with, you know, after the dolls, and it it was a big. A big thing for me personally, just because I really wanted to do it for myself. You know, coming out of the dolls and being able to do a song, and um, I did it with Bo Dozier, who's a producer. And yes, I I sing yesterday. <laughs>
0: Oh well, that's so cool. to have your own. See, I don't have my own record. I, that's why I wanted Tim McGraw because I don't have my own.
1: <laughs> nobody wants
0: there me go. So. <laughs> Maybe Aww. somebody maybe some, next time, next time Ashley if you're in the mood, you know, if you need a backup singer, I'm there. I you know, maybe maybe you that's need some background vocals for me. Oh, of, course of course I will. <laughs> I remember it was this very brief story. I remember telling my children when they were growing up that I used to sing for whatever reason backup for Santana. So I don't know why I picked that one and What? what my I mean I never did, of course. That was just a story because they love Santana. I said, Well, you know, So I used to say, so we're in the we're in the uh, we're in the car once and I'm driving all these little kids around and the Santana song comes on, right? And all of a sudden there's a hush in the car and one of them goes, Lisi, that's my daughter. Lisi, your mom. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a star, right? It was so funny. Said, oh, well, um, mm. Anyway, so never never really that's had a, a chance in real life. Now, Ashley, you also became, which I think is really super cool, a judge for dancing on ice with, uh, and then they had Olympic skaters, right? Olympic skaters dancing. Well,
1: well the, it would be almost like a, their version of Dancing with the Stars on ice. So and there ice. was pros. Yeah, there was pros. And then there was celebrity. So one celebrity was a professional gymnast. There was an actor. You know, there was a little thing all across everything across the board. Um, and I mean, they were some brave souls. I'll tell you that because you know, some of that stuff, that, that ice is not forgiving and they were doing lifts and learning how to ice skate. And it was, it was quite cool and crazy. Um, but I did become a judge on that after the jungle and, and my role really was to critique the dancing part of it. You know, how, their technique was and their performance and their engagement to the music. Um, Cause I, you know, I wasn't a, an ice skater, <laughs> so mine was coming more from the dancer side of it.
0: Oh, but I think that's just so cool. You know, I always watch the like the Olympics and the judges. And, you know, after watching the athletes do like an inhuman feat uh, just the feet that I don't yeah. think a regular, normal, uh, nobody else can do, they give them like a five. You know, I, I can't even walk on a balanced beam, walk on it, let alone uh, do a, because I think I'm going to fall off and break my neck. Now we're talking like an inch off the ground, but they do like a triple backflip and they give them a five. I mean, I'd give everyone 10 and say, you know, <laughs> you're, you're great. <laughs>
1: Uh. yeah you're doing amazing you're doing amazing (laughs) it is tough to judge I mean you know but I guess I was coming more from the dancer side of things so I was like seeing if they were committed to the music and trying to give it their all but I do I'm telling you at the end of the day I was like wow high five to them because it's it takes some some balls
0: to do that, right? No, that's, that's not that's that's not easy, and I don't skate either. Just so you know, in case you were thinking, <laughs> that's another one of the. Oh yeah, I, I do
1: like to ski. Actually, that is, I do enjoy. I that. don't
0: skate. I don't ski. I don't do those the sports, <laughs> not that kind of stuff.
1: In sports <laughs> in general, or this are the winter. No,
0: ones? no, those the winter ones. The winter ones. No. yeah I don't like to slip. No, down. no ice skating. Yeah, I like jam, I like working out, but no, no sports. Thank you. Even though Lori and I kid that I'm, you know, want to do the um, Red Bull cliff diving championships with her, and she goes, no, no, that's no, okay. That's all right. And they go to all over the world and jump off cliffs, and I, I yeah, kid that I'm going to drag her with me, but um, we're still here. So obviously, nobody's taking the bait. <laughs> at least, at least of all Lori. Um, <laughs> now, when you came back, so now we're back here in in America, and and you have more um, albums, Butterfly Effect, and then you have another single, Woman Up, right? So you've done yeah. Much,
1: much of Butterfly that. Effect was actually released in the UK, so I I, um, I wrote and sang on that at Metropolis, which is in Chiswick in London, and it's an amazing recording studio. I mean, so many. Big people have, have gone through there. Um, Freddie Mercury actually sang his last note there, so it's just a really cool space to create and be in. And I released that a couple of years ago in the UK. And "Woman Up" was one of my singles, um, which is "Woman Up" is just like a really good female empowerment like song, you know, where they're always like "Man Up," it was like "Woman Up," like be a woman, kick
0: some butt. Awesome. I like that. I like that. You know, I went to a, a gym class recently and they call us all sassy bitches. I thought, wow, that's really cool. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I High like five that.
1: sassy bitches. Right. Yeah, High five.
0: Sassy, sassy bitches. So now we are leading up to I mean I could talk to you all day, but you know, you unfortunately, unfortunately you are you are filming a show and you don't have all day. So um they're <laughs> taping a show. Um, so we are now going to talk about first look, which is, as I said, it's so 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 cool. And I know that you were dancing also in the, the show that I just watched uh, was the um, mm. uh, with the subway um, entertainers, and only oh, yes. only in New York City can you go on a subway. Which uh, for everyone who's not in New York City and doesn't know, it's probably one of the Filthiest, dirtiest ways yeah. to—I mean, it's just crowded and it's awful. If there was any other way, I—you know—and and not as this—it's the fastest. Let's put it that way. But yeah, uh, get on the on the subway. And sometimes these incredible entertainers. They, I, I had this like Frank Sinatra crooner on. I thought, whoa, this is like a New York subway. This is kind of cool. But these dancers yeah. were really talented, and you were right up there with him—not in the subway, but you were dancing with them.
1: Just cool. Yeah, you know, I mean the energy that these kids had and the positivity that they had about just really doing what they love to do. And they, they hadn't been trained, you know, this is all like moves that they had come up with and that they do together. And that's what I love about it. It was really free form. It wasn't like where I've been taught to, you know, to dance and choreograph to a certain way. They were just really about like, feel the music, you know, get into the music and have fun. Um, and they were just really, a really vibrant, vibrational group of people to be around. It was really cool.
0: Do you have one favorite of all the segments you've done? I hate to put you on the spot, but is there like one that stands out that you just love so much?
1: I mean, I really get to do a lot, a lot of amazing things with this show. It's so cool. The one that I just, I really had a really good time doing was I was Elvis tiny. I was Elvis in a wedding.
0: Right. You mentioned that. at first. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. And I just, had such a giggle like the the real the real elvis that you know he owns the chapel and he um marries the couples he just was really awesome a really cool guy and we just got on so well and I love I love dressing up and being silly like you know some of my role models growing up were definitely Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Paul Abdul, anybody that sang and danced but also Chris Farley, Goldie Hawn, Mike Myers, like any of the old school comedians. And so when I get to put on something like that, I kind of get to relive like my childhood silliness of just having fun. And and I enjoyed it so much. I was like, I would love to do this, like get to dress up in silly outfits and become fun little characters. Um, so I think that that one stands out right now. I've, again, I've gotten to do so many cool things. Um, Irish dancing it was really cool. We went to Bermuda. I mean, Bermuda in general. Oh my goodness. Beautiful.
0: We've run out of we've run out of bio things. I mean, the, the songwriter, dancer, choreographer, actress, model, presenter, television personality, and we oh. don't have room for too much more because then your intro would be the entire show. So unfortunately, <laughs> I can't. We have to cut it back a little bit. So comedy, well, we'll, we'll have to see how mm-hmm. we can put we can we can we can put out a few more things. But you do so much, and again, the show is really really cool. Call first look. So let's change gears for a minute because to go to your health, beauty, and fitness beauty wise, um, I mm-hmm. read that you became the Garnier's self-tan spokesmodel and also speaking of sunblock the amber solaire's number one streak bronzer campaign no streak bronzer campaign which i guess you don't you don't need sun for that one right you could be inside and use that one (laughs) so uh and and you're also now i don't know if this is is current your spokesperson for the bbc's new healthy eating initiative the microbit survey which involves schools across the uk Mm -hmm. um is that something you're you're doing now
1: that's something I did um, about two months ago. It was a really cool survey just to really get into the kids' minds and what they're eating and, and to have them hopefully be honest about what they're putting into their body. And I just, you know, again, I grew up dancing. My mom was really a, a great role model for health and fitness. And I try to live my, my myself that way. I do try to have a balance. You know, listen, if you want a cookie, you want a piece of pizza. Like, you got to live. But I, I feel better in life when I'm putting good food into my body when I'm putting good fuel in. And, um, so I try to maintain an active lifestyle and BBC reached out to me to, to be a part of that. And I thought it was a, a really cool thing and something that I know when I have children one day, I want them to be educated on. So that was, yeah, it was a, it was a cool little, cool thing to be a part of.
0: That's, that's very cool. For sure, and I think the more you can get, the more you can get um, children and parents, for the most part, to have their children eat better. I think that will say solve a lot of the problems that um, and and the diseases that a lot of kids are getting uh, earlier and earlier because of their miserable diets that they have. So. Yeah. I think that's incredibly, incredibly important. Now, you also, yeah. I'm sure doing a show must be stressful. You know, I'm stressed out from doing this show, and I don't even have to comb my hair. But you, <laughs> you, you, you have to look a certain, you know, you're, you're on television, which is not forgiving, not forgiving. And, and although it's, it's very kind to you because you look fabulous, as I said. But oh. um, how do you sort of prepare yourself for doing television, which is, I, I would think, is incredibly stressful?
1: Um, I just, again, my mom was really about, you know, chugging the water, the H2O, like, you know, hydrate yourself and cleanse with water. And so I, um, that's something that I've stuck with forever. I mean, I rarely drink a juice that's like from a store-bought thing, unless it's been, you know, freshly juiced. And I know, I know it's, it's come from the actual vegetable or fruit, then I'll drink it. But otherwise I really try to not have sugary drinks and and all that crap, because it just, it ends up going into your body and manifesting in ways that aren't good on the skin. (laughs) Um, So that's definitely a a big way to prep is drinking water. And again, just the balance of of life, you know, um, sometimes I have cheat meals and stuff, but I really do try to maintain an active lifestyle. And I think that that just helps for every day, which then helps me be prepared for a show that might happen or, you know, event that might come up so that, I keep I keep it balanced and and I do take care of my skin. I really do. I I have a regimen of you know washing before I go to bed and a little exfoliant and some moisturizer. And I I'm I'm diligent with that because it makes a difference. And I like how I feel when I can look in the mirror and be like, okay, I'm taking care of myself. My skin's looking all right. You know as women we deal with stuff anyways it's the time of the month you're like oh god there's a creeper that you have no control over but you know
0: yeah Or, or you just make it i always say my tip is make it brown and say it's a beauty mark right
1: (laughs) <laughs> they, oh, hey that's a right, good way to go right, right,
0: right. they think you're like Cindy
1: Crawford vibes
0: Yeah, a little little or yeah Madonna or Cindy Crawford uh, and you also travel a lot which means that you're probably I mean I get exhausted going from 61st to 62nd Street but you know you're flying all over the place <laughs> doing the show so I would think you would yeah. um, I think you have to you know get yourself healthy be, remain healthy just to keep up with all mm. the all the Travel And now you said you're in the Hamptons and you go to California. I mean, it's, it's a lot um, of travel involved. Yeah.
1: I do feel definitely like a gypsy over the last couple of years. I've been on the road and and trains and planes. And again, it's just, you know, making sure you remained, you remain as balanced as you can. Do you meditate? Do you
0: meditate? I
1: do. Yeah, I do, actually. Um, when I left the group, the Dolls in 09, I kind of turned around and I was like, whoa, okay, life. Like, I would look in the mirror, I just didn't quite recognize myself. I was like, who am I? You know, I've been kind of in this bubble of this pop group and um, traveling. And I just, I looked to this, I've met this woman, in Crystal Hughes, who's an amazing life coach. And um, she really got me, she introduced me to meditation, to yoga, to this this um, guru, ama, where she's a hugging guru. And it just kind of, it really resonated with me. I was like, this feels good. This, this feels right. I feel kind of grounded and centered in my body. And it helps. I try to do it every morning. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to sleep an extra half hour, but I really try to set up my morning, even if it's five minutes, just to kind of really check in with myself and and ground in and get centered and, and align with, you know, my intention for the day. Um, you know, I try my best. It's, it's definitely helps me for sure. It resonates with, with, with me. And I really think that it helps.
0: It's all about mindfulness, you know, being in the moment, not thinking, because you have so much going on that if you let yourself go all over the place, you wouldn't, um, yeah. you, you have to focus on what, on the task at hand. For example, now you're yeah. in East Hampton. I wish I were, I'm in New York City. I'm not in East Hampton or in the Hamptons, I guess. And I can't, I can't help you. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever you do it. I can't come out there immediately. It's, it's a couple hours and I, I don't know if I could yeah. come out make it by the time you finish. So, uh, but I'll be there if you ever want me, just give me a call and I'll come running out and do whatever you need okay. me to do. So
1: I mean, amazing.
0: Thank you. There, there you go. I found it. I found Lori, I found my, my, <laughs> whatever I,
1: whatever I, do.
0: I will, I will be your aid. Um, Aww. so where can we all find you? Where can listeners find you? Except for tuning in, obviously, can- tuning in on the shore. I mean, where do you have a website, or do you just... Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm really... I'm i'm on social media, so I do Instagram and um, Snapchat, and I do have a website that's... I, I'm Ashley Roberts. My Instagram is I am Ashley Roberts. I had to dig deep for these, you know what I mean? I had to really, like, dig deep and find these names. Um, and then... I'm joking, by the way. <laughs> and then the, the... My Snapchat is I be Ashley, but the eye is spelled like your eyeball, like you're watching. Um, cause you know, Ashley Roberts is quite a common name. I do have to say, I've had a hard time sometimes finding just my name on, on social media platforms, but yeah, so I'm on social media. You can obviously find, you know, first look is online and yeah.
0: Well, you are sometimes so unique. Everyone who looks for Ashley Roberts, you are so unique and look for all of your talents and they will be all over the, uh, you Google them and you'll have like a hundred thousand pages. So I'm sure we will, we will know where to find you. And, and you are just the, the sweetest. And thank you so much for being Aww. with us today. It was a really thank pleasure. And, and actually, my producer says, you know, she's just so lovely. She just told me. <laughs> and, and, lovely, and lovely you are. So oh hope goodness. you come thank back. Thank you so and- much. And- We can finish our conversation. There's so much that we haven't gotten to. But um, so next time, you're always welcome to come back and share your newest, uh, whatever you're doing. Um, And I'm very happy to uh, give you a forum to discuss the other one, the other million things that you'll be doing probably by next week so
1: <laughs> come, come on oh come god. Come on, god so i really really appreciate it thank you so much
0: oh for sure that's our show everyone thank you so much ashley once again and thank you my Lori, as always and thank you all for listening this is jane Wilkins, michael i will see you next week until then be wise be well be better than before have a question for jane and want to be on the next better than before show